You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm -hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hello. This is the movie show. Here on Active FM, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your favorite ORSPS. With Sash. And myself, Ryan. <laughs> you know, you know people are going like to start this? thinking that your first name is myself and your second name is Ryan. Yeah, especially for people who don't understand <laughs> English too much. Eh? <laughs> I like that guy myself. I'm like, <laughs> you are so self-absorbed. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Why were you speaking like that, Ryan? Tell us myself. Oh, well, if you've watched the movie that we're talking oh. about. Yeah, <laughs> I... Uh, must say, have you watched this movie? It is a 2021 movie. Yeah, but it's... My goodness. <laughs> this movie... This movie impacted me. Oh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> yes. It didn't impact you. So, if you guys have seen the title, you know exactly which movie. I, I, I bet you, you, you probably say, wow, this movie sounds familiar. I'm sure there's a movie, movie The Voyages or, or something like that. But anyway, so this movie <clears throat> was... A different kind of movie, eh? It's definitely a different kind of movie. Um, I watched it. I shook my head. And then I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, from this conversation that we are having right now, Ryan, I'm guessing you didn't enjoy the movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Okay, well, what are your thoughts? <laughs> okay, so, when I saw the trailer to the film, I was interested... But the reason I was interested was because of the cast. So there was obviously Ty Sheridan, and he was in Ready Player One. And I really enjoyed Ready Player One. And then Lily Rose Depp was in it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Colin Farrell. And then when I watched the trailer, though, it looked like a very PG film. In fact, not even PG. Like, like yes, it looked like an R-rated film. And then I went to search the parents' guide to see how bad it was. And it actually, it wasn't too bad. It almost got an, the film almost got an R rating from the MPAA. So if you don't know what that is, every single film gets rated by the MPAA. And then they get the age restriction for it. So if it's a family film, if it's PG-13, and then obviously they'll say why. So, you know, they'll give the reason as to why it is. So is it violence? Is it sex and nudity? Is it um, language, etc., etc.? So this film almost got that. I feel like they could have done without the, like there was a big emphasis on, yeah, like yeah. Th th for me, it didn't, that didn't need to be in the film. So that was unnecessary. But I what I enjoyed about the film was the trailer didn't give anything away. In fact, spoiler alert, from the trailer, I thought Colin Farrell was the antagonist of the film. That's how they made it look. So I thought, you know, he's going to be alive to the end of the film. They're going to be fighting him because you, you know how the, the, the good guy in the beginning of the film turns out to be the bad. I honestly thought that that is what it was going to be. And then watching the film, it wasn't like that. Also, it kept me guessing. So there was times where I was like, wait, is this, is, is, 
So there was the whole thing of aliens because it is a space movie. So there's the whole thing of aliens. And at first you start off and you're like, there's no aliens. Then you get to a point where you're like, wait, are they bringing in aliens? Then you're like, no, okay, they're not bringing in aliens. Then they bring it again and you're like, wait, I don't, are there aliens or aren't there aliens type of thing. So I liked how they did that. Yes. It was, it was, it was interesting. It was a concept. <laughs> Definitely a concept. <laughs> okay, so just to give you some background on the film, the director of this film is a man named Neil Berger, and he actually is the director of the Divergent. So all of the Divergent films he directed. He also directed Limitless in 2011, and he directed The Upside, which was um, made in 2017 with Kevin Hart. That's a good film. I enjoyed The, the Upside. That's basically about a paralyzed man he can't move at all and kevin hart has just gotten out of prison and he has to get a job because he's on parole and he ends up getting the job of what it's like a a caretaker basically so obviously because this paralyzed man can't move he then helps him live type of thing but he's extremely rich so it was that was a i really enjoyed that film but I think also one of the reasons I was interested in watching it was because the director made the Divergent series. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's probably, yeah. So that is the director. I suppose you do kind of get that same feel from <coughs> yeah, D Divergent. Cause the, the, it was the, very the, different, though. There is the, we don't, um, okay, no, not that we don't know why we're here, but there, there, there is just, I mean, their sets were quite impressive. The sets were actually quite impressive. Um, the small spaces mm. that the production had to fit in was quite impressive. I noticed there was some shots you could see uh, they were just sort of shooting. Um, but first of all, I thought to myself, what? How many years? 80? 84? 86? 86 years. 86, 86 years. 86 I think years. it was 86, yeah. Uh, to take, so the whole story is around them having to survive humanity because humanity has happen to stuff up the planet again <laughs> and so now they have to go find another can planet. we just take note of how the movies are pushing that whole concept <laughs> like i I'm feel like, like every movie now is on the fact that we need to find a new planet i'm like i guess i guess at some point we gotta go i'm just letting you know i ain't leaving <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm not leaving either. i ain't leaving <laughs> the only way i'm leaving this planet yeah. is if i die yeah that, in fact that is it in fact everyone's gonna leave and then uh, I'll stay here. How's that? So if you leave and I stay here, I am not leaving the planet. And if everyone leaves and, you know, well, if most people want to go, they can go, but I'll stay. I'll be one of the ones to say, okay, our planet's good again. <sighs> <laughs> I can breathe. Smell For that. me, I just don't believe that this planet is, you know, when the end of the world comes, yes, maybe. But at the moment, I don't believe that the planet can't sustain us for, I just don't believe it. I don't believe that yeah. God would create something that can't sustain yeah. I mean, we are in the death age anyway. More people are dying than being born. Did you know that? Anyway, moving For right real? Apparently. Well, I think so. <laughs> That's what my teacher told me. <laughs> that was many years ago. Did that change at some point? I don't know. So that is, they that are is on, intense. Yeah. So they're on the, the, the space voyage. They found a planet. They don't even put too much um, uh, thing on, you know. You, you know, usually a movie like this, they start off, you see the pollution, you see the cars. No. Doo -doo -doo. Mother Nature's dying. We've got to find a new planet. And then, you know, we found a planet. Uh, they just like start off. There you go. 60 whatever percent, something, this, that, that, that. We've got to go. And then and then they go. And uh, the first thing I thought when, when they went inside the, the actual craft, the spacecraft that was going to take them, I was like, okay, 80-something years. And they got 
small narrow passages i'm like oh no someone's gonna get uh, claustrophobic here do you know that the actual actors the cast themselves said that when they went on to set they found it extremely claustrophobic because they literally what they did was it wasn't like you have the cafeteria area that's normally on one set then you know you leave that that area and go to a completely different they didn't do that that's normally how they do films when they've got sets you've got your different sets like almost placed around but yeah it's not like one like long set like it's not like a house they don't build everything type of thing but with this I think they said they actually did sort of build it like the spaceship would have been so it really did give the cast this feeling of we're we're stuck in space and like it yeah no it's it's and the worst part is it's not like they they're headed to a planet that it's going to and it's going to take them 86 years no it's not even like it's okay. I'm going back, or you know what? I don't like you anymore, so I'm gonna go back. There's nothing. It's just I'm getting like in, I'm getting in the lifeboat and going back. <laughs> There's no lifeboat. Oh. No, it was all these and small the, spaces. The one character, um, he's like the antagonist of the film. You like constantly are like, oh no, this guy needs to die. This guy needs to leave. To this honest. guy needs to. Talking about what is his name? I think it's uh, Fiona Whitehead. Yes, Whitehead. Yes, that's the guy. Good, good choice of character. This guy's face, Oof. the way that he acted, was just like, man, I what? This guy is such a brat. Like the whole, whenever he was on screen, I was just like, oh, this is trouble. Oh, this is trouble. Oh, this guy's trouble. Did you, know you recognize him? Um, he was the main character in Dunkirk. Yes, which was completely uh, the. The character contrast is crazy. But then he also was in Bandersnatch. Remember that That's film right, we yeah. did? Yes. Which also, he gave like, like I actually think he's a very good actor because the whole film, I didn't like him. I literally didn't like him. Yeah. He's Me just, too. Like you say, his face, you looked at him and you're like, oh no. Oh his no. actions, even the whole time when he, ah, no, it's just like, yo. No, so, no. this guy was a good part of the film. Yes, was a very good but um, I did enjoy the cast. So I, the cast was good, I enjoyed yeah. Ty. He's brilliant. He really is a good actor, uh, and I think he did a brilliant job in this. Once again, once again, his character was different to Ready Player One. So it wasn't like I personally don't enjoy it when you watch an actor's performance and you're like, oh yeah, they were exactly like that in that movie type of thing. I like to see the difference in you know what they can do with their their art. And then Lily Rose Depp. So I haven't I haven't seen much of her. We obviously watched The King, and she is in The King, but she only appears right at the end and has a very like it's a small part. So you don't you don't really get to see like much of her acting ability. And I thought her I thought she was very good in the film. I did think her acting. I didn't was recognize good. her. Eh? For only, real. only when I, I like I saw, I was just like, okay, mm, I kind of do, but I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. And then only when I went through, I looked at the the, the cast. I was like, oh, 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 wow. Okay, cool. wait. Can I watch? No, I'm gonna watch that again. <laughs> and then we obviously spoke about Fionn Whitehead, who was brilliant. Colin Farrell was very good. Uh, the man I, I saw, thoroughly I'm like, Yay. enjoyed him. Yes, yeah. he was. He was very good. And then there were a lot of new actors. The one guy that I want to bring up is Archie Madaque. I think that's how you say his surname. He was um, the antagonist's friend in the film. So the two of them together were like the the bad uh, crew members type of thing. He is first of all so tall, but second of all, he has such a deep voice. Like every time he speaks, there was just bass. I was like, this guy has a very bassy voice. Like you know when you just hear someone. 
And even in the interviews, it's not that's his voice. He actually has like a very bassy voice. I think he's been in, not think, I know. There's this Apple TV series called C with Jason Momoa. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's um. the, the world, everyone in the world goes blind. And then there's a baby that's born that can see. And that's, oh. that's the story. He's in that series as well. Because I wanted to check what else he was in. But it was also nice to to kind of get people that you haven't really seen before. So, like, the cast was, like, a fairly new cast of of actors who are, like, up and coming at the moment. And it was actually nice to... Because their characters are... So, they're bred for the space mission. In other words, they're born and they're kept in... The, what resembles a spaceship on Earth, but they aren't let outside. They don't get to see sunlight, grass, anything like that, so that when they go on the mission, it's not like they're missing Earth because they don't know what Earth is. All they know is the spaceship-type setting. So from that perspective, I thought it was very cool. What I did find, though, was, and I suppose it, it kind of matches the theme of the film, was you almost were very disconnected from the characters and they didn't really is express themselves. Like they didn't know how to express themselves. And I think the reason they did that was because on the ship, they all have to take what they call the blue. So it's a drink. It's like this little, like, it's like medication that they're all given after meals. They're told it, it helps with them. It helps them to digest the food. So it's just like an enzyme. But actually what it is, is it's to like dull their senses. So it makes them like dull to, to feelings and emotions and all of that, which obviously would help with, you know, like life on the ship and all of that. So they, they given that, but then obviously they come off it. But I feel like when they came off it, they all just went crazy. Like, it's just like, what is, what? but the theme of the film is as human beings, what is our true nature? And yeah, are we, are we like animals or is there actually more to us than just this instinct to, you know, feel pleasure type of thing? Like that's what I got out of the theme for the film. And I think that's what they were trying to, to get at. I just want to say that I think it was a pretty stupid idea to, um, <laughs> Send people to another planet who, number one, have no experience of Earth. True. Uh, and number two, if they aren't really that trained, um, and plus they're keeping them, what is the word, sedated? Yes. Yeah. Sedated. Uh, something's going to go wrong, eh? Like yeah, something's no. going to go really, really wrong. And as you can see, they came to their senses. Number one, they don't have the life skills of getting along with other people. That is true. They don't have any life skills of, like, that guy just felt, I mean, he was just like, yeah, you know, he's, 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 what do they call it? You know, he's, he's, he's manly, touch the phone, whatever that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that word, what is that word? Another word's God yes. as well. When that kicks in, man, yeah. he, he has no control over it. So he has had no life ability or learned any lessons in terms of, like, something's good. It is actually pretty stupid what they did. And number two, they sent one guy with. Yeah. And guess what? The one guy and has to go outside. They weren't even going to send a you guy see? with. Because Colin Farrell's character felt like he was yeah. raising them. Because I think he'd, what I got was his, his whole family on earth had died or something had happened. And something he was, like that. Yeah. He was lonely. So there was nothing left for him type of thing on earth. So he thought, well, I might as well go with them because they need to be raised. And he had connected with them when they were small. So, 
Yeah, but that yeah. is true. But it's true. You're trying to save humanity, but you're sending an inhumane version of humanity exactly. to a new planet. Guess what you're going to get? You're going to get them. They're going to go that side. They're probably going to run out of blue. They're going to go crazy that side. Okay, cool. And they kill will themselves off, establish yeah. themselves. They will. I mean, that's that's it. They'll each have. They'll probably have World War One and World War Two and World War Three <laughs> again. And eventually, you'll have Earth on that side. But guess what? They'll still be aliens. But anyway, I think that I mean, if we just have to say for the sake of film and the storytelling, I guess that just is what put everything at risk because you knew something was going to go wrong. Like I'd put a whole bunch of people on there. You know what I'm saying? Like people that are. Yeah, trained, and at least they got it. I don't know. But the whole story like, sure. was no one wanted to go because it's not like they were coming back. Oh uh, yeah. Because it was an eighty-six year mission, so what they said was the first it would be three generations. So the first generation they sent up, they, I think they left when the kids were like five or six years old, somewhere there. Yeah, they and looked then, about five yeah. or six. Yeah. And then they would grow up, have children, and then their children would have children. So it would be their grandchildren that actually land on the planet. Yeah, which means that especially for humans, adult humans that go, that's it, that's your life. And that's why they were saying they, they wanted to send this mission, but no, they couldn't get anyone to agree to go because no one wanted to leave. So then they decided, okay, let's, let's basically have breed children, that's the correct term, breed children specifically for this mission. Like this is, this is their purpose. This is, they literally chose people's purpose. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, it was an interesting film. Stories where look, it, it's definitely a fantasy like um, fiction, right? Yes, sci-fi, definitely yes, sci-fi. sci-fi fiction, uh, definitely horror. Because I was sitting the whole time like, oh no, oh no, it's gone wrong, it's gone wrong. I'm just in <laughs> there. I, I couldn't, I didn't sit back. I wasn't comfortable. I was just like, you know what? I kept thinking forward. I'm just like. No, when is this going to end? Like, what the heck? <laughs> I kept thinking, where are they going to go? It's not like, it's not like they can leave the ship. It's that's not what like makes it. Th- that's what makes it so risky. Yes. So, in t- in terms of storytelling, okay, so, okay, fine. Break it away was, from it, logic and. But it it grow like you you're in it the whole you're stri- you're not sitting yeah. you're not bored. So I suppose from that perspective, it was good because it actually drew you in. But the energy of the film, though, was dull the whole yes, time. Yes, I agree from with you on that. And then they get rid of the guy, and then um, everybody comes back inside, and then, okay, he's dead, and everyone's like, he's dead? Yeah, okay. And then they just, okay. Yeah, continue. like they had no emotion to them. And then it did that whole time-lapse thing at the end, <clears throat> and then they had grandchildren, and then the planet, and then they're landing, and they're all wondering, cool, what's our new planet like? And then, <laughs> Then the credits roll. I was like, yeah, exit, close. <laughs> ah, ah, kick my shoes. Oh, my shoes are already off. I was like, ah, in bed. I was like, stupid movie. <laughs> what the heck, man? What is the point of that film? I think what they should have done was when they were when the characters were on the blue, then yes, the dull thing, yes, definitely, because you, you're almost allowing the audience to feel what the characters themselves are feeling but when they came off the blue it's still like they they went crazy but they still they were still dull it wasn't like they came alive do you understand what i'm saying that they still were like sedated but now they were crazy sedate like i get what you're saying so they should have maybe done different there i think this is one of those like just you know film uh, you know just creative yeah you know like paintings yeah (laughs) you know if you go to an art gallery it's because you are a you love paintings and you enjoy, you you know, the process of painting. As a filmmaker, I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. Like, 
one of the, like like I was saying, um, one of the things that I did notice about this film, though, in terms of the small the small space, so I was checking some of the the behind the scenes stuff and how they specifically had to have. I don't know if you saw like the cameras that they had. You, you know, usually you got these big cameras and yeah. and obviously that small space. So I noticed how they cleverly worked with that. There was some shots you can actually see the actor like comes right up to the. Like you're literally staring at the actor's nose <laughs> as he walks past, you know, type of thing, and then he like moves around. Because like the that. cameraman couldn't move back, he, well, he, couldn't he was against the wall. It was like, yeah. sorry, just. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs past. But stuff that's like one that. thing I also noticed: the choreography of how they worked out the scenes was was very good. Like yeah, it was, it was chaotic in the film, but when you watched behind the scenes, it actually was very planned and structured, and you'd see how the actors knew. When they walked past the camera, or when they were out of the shots, what to do to prepare themselves for? So that was pretty for cool. Next. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I don't know, like the lighting was uh, the set lighting. So that was it. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense yeah. because there was no sun. Yeah. Well, that was. I mean, I don't I didn't see any extra lighting in. So they did the set, they did the lights, and they were like, okay, cool. Thanks, lighting guys. We'll phone you back uh, when you're ready to break down. And then like that was it. So. Oh, except for like when they would turn the lights off. Well, that was just the electrician. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. One of the things I would like to mention is, do you know Colin, Colin Farrell is Irish? You know, when I saw the interview and I was and he was like, he had that Irish accent, I was just like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But he has such he has such an Irish. I was I was like, yes, this is beautiful to listen to. He looks like a nice guy. Don't he you does. Think? He looks but like such a you know nice what's guy. crazy? He doesn't sound Irish at all. In no. most of the films I've watched, you wouldn't say he's Irish. I, obviously, he was in The Gentleman, and I think he, I think he had a bit of a more Irish accent or British accent. I can't actually remember what, but that film is obviously based in the UK, so you would have the Irish and the British accents. But like in this film and in other films I've watched with him, you wouldn't say he's Irish, which for me I'm always amazed at when they completely change their accents. Even the Fionn Whitehead, he's British. But in yeah. this film as well, you don't hear you. You'd swear they were American, which I'm always like, that is that is brilliant. I think on Udemy, I'm gonna look for a accent uh, course and learn a yeah, learn an accent <laughs> because that must be something. Eh? Yeah, sure. All right, now just to end the show off, I've got a bit of trivia which I found quite interesting, and it goes ah. back years into the past. Yes, so sad though because I didn't find much trivia on the film. It's a fairly new film so they didn't really give much but approximately at 46 minutes and 55 seconds so 46.55 in the film when they're watching a recorded foot, when they're watching recorded footage of Earth. So there's a part in the film where the kids are watching recorded footage from Earth. You hear what is known as the Wilhelm scream. So it's a scream. What? Yes, we're going to play the sound effect now. So that is the Wilhel Wilhelm scream, right? Now, this sound effect, the reason it is important, or the reason you're probably like, so what, it's just a scream. No, it's not. So the Wilhelm sound scream sound effect has been used by most of the most iconic filmmakers, such as George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, and Quentin Tarantino. The same scream, so this same scream in all movies came from the same place. So what is the Wilhelm scream that can be found in cinema's most classic films? So it is a stock sound effect that has been used in over 400 films and television shows and counting. 
It originated in 1951 in the film Distant Drums. The Wilhelm sound effect is most commonly used when someone is falling from a great height, shot, or thrown from an explosion. Its inclusion in so many movies has become something of an inside joke for filmmakers and the audience who understand the reference. So where did it come from? The original Wilhelm scream came from, and it was recorded in 1951, the film from 1951 called Distant Drums. Producers of the film had cast members record a variety of screams for an alligator attack scene, and one screen in particular stood out and was used in the final cut of the film. So that, that's, where, that's where it originally came from. But it didn't get its name from that movie. So it was then used in another film called The Charge at Feather River where Private Wilhelm was shot in the leg by an arrow and they used that sound effect as he screamed. So that's where the, the name Wilhelm Scream came from. But now this is where it gets crazy. So award-winning sound designer Ben Burt made the scream famous by using it in the original 1977 Star Wars film. And it, even it was even credited with coining the term Wilhelm Scream, named after the... So that's where it got its name from. But it was then used in every single Star Wars, Star Wars movie up until 2015, The Force Awakens. I knew that. So the first use being a stormtrooper as he falls to his death. And so, now there is a compilation of every time the Wilhelm scream was used in the Star Wars films, and this is it. So this is literally every Star Wars movie that has the Wilhelm scream in it. Listen to this. So, there is no doubt that the scream has become distinctive and recognizable in cinema. And then, the question is, why do filmmakers continue to use it? Because it's like... Why would we continue to use the stupid sound effect that was made in 1951? Well, reusing stock sound effects saves both money and time because you obviously already know it. So you just, you know, you know what you want. So you put it in. And also it's an easy go to and has become the famous movie death scream in cinema. So when the audience hears that scream, they're like, yep, that person just died. Or, you know, it becomes something that we can relate to because we hear it often. However, as more prominent filmmakers made use of it, the sound effect became an inside joke amongst sound designers as well and some say it, it's used as a tip of the hat to classic films in cinemas hearing the effects also became somewhat of an easter egg for film buffs and that is the Wilhelm scream which was also used in the voyages not the voyages in voyages yes but it's crazy it was used in toy story buzz <laughs> one point buzz falls out the window they use the scream yeah it was used in um indiana jones obviously we mentioned the star wars series as well like film universe type of thing so it's yeah that that is the wilhelm scream people now you know where that scream comes from so actually let us know if you've heard the wilhelm scream in a film there are lots of them to be found in so let us know but that is the one piece of trivia that i could find on this film I knew that it was in every single Star Wars today. Except, so they obviously said until 2015. I wonder if they stopped. It would be stupid if they didn't put it in the latest ones. Like, why would you just stop a trend that you've had going that just is cool? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so if they didn't, we need to seriously talk to Lucasfilms. Yes. Be like, what's happening, people? Why are you dropping the Wilhelm scream? <laughs> Whoever's in charge. Yeah, I think it's cool though that it's it like relates to past films. Like it almost gives that this is where we came from. This is the origin of film. This is the origin of sound effects. And then 
Yeah. This is the origin of screams. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought that in 1951 they were out there just, you know, recording screams for, for an alligator attack and here, like, almost, okay, close to 100 years later, we are still using the scream. Yeah? And if you guys want to go watch the original from the actual alligator movie, it's there. Just go uh, look on YouTube. Check it out. Hmm. Buzz Lightyear. My goodness. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> so that was the film Voyages. It was it was an interesting film. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite films, but it was a... Yeah. I will definitely not be uh, <laughs> watching this film again. There you go. There you have it right from Ryan himself. He won't be watching the film again. To be... Not brutally honest, just to be, well, quite honest. To be brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or honest, pick whichever one you know you want to go with. Uh, you know, look, if you want to watch, I, I wouldn't say, is it a waste of my time? Mm, no. No, I wouldn't say it's a waste of my time. Uh, if you're looking for a good movie, no, this is not it. <laughs> okay? If you yeah, bored, it's, yes. This one's like a, it questions the the very essence of human nature. It's one of those... Deep. Yeah. You, but you're just like, yeah, no. I'd like to know a um, psychologist's view of this movie. And I'd like to know anybody who's involved in uh, space and space travel or any, uh, you know, someone from NASA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, would you do that? Would you say, would you get all the kids who, you know, who are basically like dull and send them off? Would you? Would you do that? Just the kids? You know? Really? Would you? With no one else? <laughs> No, I don't think so. I'm not sure. But if you would, hey. They might. You know, they're trying to dull the sun. Yes, I know. So, you know, these days you anything is possible. You never know what they're going to do. <laughs> you don't know what they're going to do. So, But I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't. If, if, if they do think it's a good idea, they need to watch this film and just, you know, be like, oh, so that's what's going to happen. Oh, okay, never mind. Let's not do it then. Yeah. But then again, no. why are we sending people off, people? The planet is fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fine so far. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, space travel for the fact of, hey, let's get on Mars. You know, that's someone's goal. They'll be here on Earth, but it's a goal to get someone to Mars. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah but, but they're coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Even though it's going to take them like two years, but or yeah. four years or whatever. Yeah, but if you're into that kind of thing, leaving Earth for four years, you do it. Go for it. Yeah. We support you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this has been the movie show right here on Active FM. For another film review. Ah. On a 2021 film. I feel like 2021 is letting the squad down, man. Like, what weird, do we eh? have? It's been dry. It's been weird. I saw a news headline saying, uh, film industry needs funds. I was like, wow. That's not good. That isn't good. Been to a movie lately? Well, support the film industry. Go watch a film. Mm -hmm. This uh, show is not sponsored. That That is true, though, because the the... Budget for this film was twenty nine million US dollars. Do you know how much they've made? Um, I have no clue. Three point seven. So okay. they're not even like, yeah, they haven't even made up for, yeah. And I know this is a fairly new film, but films used to take off way quicker than they're taking off now. They used to do really well. Yeah. So I think we've spoken about this before. Um. A lot of stuff is online now. Mm. Uh, you know, you you'd rather do a series on 
No, make movies, man. What the hell am I saying? Make movies. Make a movie, but maybe on a sh- maybe it does better on streaming but sites. But release it, yes, to yeah. Showmax or whatever. And for people who are still interested in cinemas, yes. Definitely. Yeah. But yes. So this has been The Movie Show. We shall be back next week in search of another film to give to you. Hopefully it will be better than Voyages. Still your favorite ORSPS. Definitely. FM. Yeah. <laughs> Where we'll never be dull. Ever. Or boring. Never. Until next week. Yeah. Signing out. Peace out. Cheers. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.